You want to make your fantasy sports league more than a fantasy? Then you need Trophy Smack. It's the number one store for fantasy and tournament trophies, belts, draft boards, loser awards, and other ridiculous products. Trophy Smack is more than just a trophy company with outstanding customer service and products. It's the very essence and heart of every fantasy league. And if you click now, trophysmack.com gives you free shipping, a free loser poster, and can have the hardware to you in a few days. Bragging rights included. Go to trophysmack.com right now and take your fantasy league to the next level. It's about to be a jovial 60 minutes, my dude. And you hear right now, right now, what you gonna hear right now? Of all the places, of all the places. And you hear right now, right now, what you gonna hear right now? Of all the places, of all when the dynasty, but does she like me? Feel like a plumber sleeping. Now that's a pipe dream for the right fee. I might be entitled to the title, be on top like the cherry of an ice cream. Sunday, Sundays, that's the one day I can come play, come play, never complain. Cause I know the boys gon' drop a pod, prop up my squad so I can talk a lot. But here we go again, it's a new year. Rookies flowing in, it's some new tears. Who here to do fear? Bounce bells off of their chest like boutonnieres. It's a new year. Happy hour, yeah, yeah Let me ask you this, are you trying to get picks? Are you trying to get rich? Are you trying to get ships? Then you're trying to get this And you hear right now, right now What you gonna hear right now? Of all the places, of all the places And you hear right now, right now What you gonna hear right now? Hey, welcome back to the Dynasty Happy Hour. I'm here with my co-host James, Chris, and Tyler Gunther. And you know we have we're every other week, so I'm bringing mad energy to podcast with this crew. We're gonna give you some news and notes, and we're gonna give you our takeaways for the week. Um, there's a lot of cool things going on. This was the bye week from hell. By apocalypse is what it was mostly dubbed. By Mageddon. Insert any kind of uh, tragic thing and put by in front of it, and it applied to this week with six teams out. And all six of those teams with fantasy-relevant stars. Uh, so, yeah, I had some lineups where I, I started Brandon Bolden in the league, and he got a touchdown, so I was happy about that. I started players that I would never even think of starting. Um, and there are some leagues where I had to start guys that were out because I had no options. So I'm taking the L. What are you going to do? J- uh, James and Tyler, how are your bye weeks from hell? Not too bad. About 50-50. Um, Same. I had to play Dante Pettis this week. That worked Yay. out for me. Um, Elijah Mitchell is crushing right now, so I'm happy yeah, about is. that. And I, I missed the Uzama train. We were talking a little bit pre-show. Uh, you know, I have him in a lot of leagues. I went out and got him in a lot of leagues and uh, just didn't start him this week. Mm. It happens. I didn't either. I have him in Scott Fishbowl, which, by the way, I started 0-4. I'm about to be 3-4, and four, and I scored a lot of points this week, so I'm going to be climbing up those standings, boys. Nice. Scott Fishbowl, I'm coming for you, baby. Jalen Hurts, the garbage time king. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> the worst. Oh, man. Like, real football, he is terrible. They look he so bad. He is a bad quarterback. And it looks like the Eagles 
were right at first and then the fans kind of made him decide to like ship once out like the fans are like oh hertz is our guy and then it's like we made a terrible mistake <laughs> yeah it's interesting so let's jump into news and notes so speaking of quarterbacks there's been lots of rumors and this wasn't on the show sheet Tyler. i'm already going off the sheet yes, deshaun watson rumors are everywhere right now mm-hmm. so we've heard like the broncos eh, they're not really interested we're hearing Miami, and now we're hearing Carolina because Sam Darnold did Adam was Adam Gase been at the last four games like in did the you stands? see my tweet? So yeah, no. you know the scene, you know the scene of Harry Potter when Snape is in the stand in the stands and people think he's like cursing him during the Quidditch game. I That's posted Gase. that. I said, "Here's a live look at at Gase <laughs> in the in the stands." I didn't and see it. I wasn't was on Twitter much today. Yeah, as of Snape just doing that. <laughs> yeah, so Sam Darnold gets benched for P.J. Walker, which is a downgrade because P.J. Walker I don't think is that good. But now uh, Carolina's – there's whispers uh, – is one of the places – you know, Watson does have a no-trade clause. So the Houston Texans are really at mercy. Like, they can get offers from whoever, but if Watson's like, no, nah, I don't want to play there, he doesn't have – he won't get traded. But supposedly Carolina is on his list of teams that he will go to as well as Miami. So it's going to be down to the wire if he does get dealt because the trading deadline is in just, just over a week. So yep. the trading deadline's coming up. Deshaun Watson could be on the move. Um, I like either of those spots that he goes to. It's really going to come down to what's the price going to be. And, um, you know, the Houston Texans have wanted the world for him. Multiple first-round picks and players. I don't think it's going to be that. You know, I was actually talking to someone today, and they're like, why would you trade for him? He can't play. I'm like, no, he can play. He's not suspended. Yep. He doesn't have any – he has complaints against him. He doesn't have any charges pressed against him. He's not on the commissioner's list. He can play. So if he gets traded, he could start on Sunday. Like, that's how this works. And my friend's like, really? And I'm like, yeah. So if he gets traded, obviously he's going to have to learn a new playbook and things like that. But Deshaun Watson is so naturally talented, it's not going to matter. And and also the issue, there is a small issue where is if he is traded, the commissioner can put him on the exempt list. Like, I think that's another thing. I think Houston may have had like a, like a mutual agreement. Like, hey, you know, we're not going to start him and such. And then the commissioner's Doubt like, it. okay, I won't do anything. I yeah, I mean, I think he, he'll be okay to play because um, I think the NFL knows that when Watson's on the field, they get to sell tickets. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely one of the, in my opinion, one of the top five quarterbacks in the league. So, yeah, I agree with that. So keep an eye on those. There's been a lot of rumors, so we may see Deshaun Watson finally get moved this week. The Texans are now one and six, and they're in the bottom of the AFC South. Jacksonville, actually out of the bottom now, so at least for a week, uh, because they were moving up on a bye. (laughs) Congrats. All right, we did have some injury news today. Um, Probably the shocker of the day was uh, how bad the Chiefs were today. And Patrick Mahomes, he's playing in a blowout late in the fourth quarter. Tennessee's up by like 30 points. Mahomes is just trying to make things happen, and he gets like high load, and he gets his like neck snap back. It was bad, so the team had to bring him off the field. The good news is he's cleared concussion protocol. The bad news is, like, I'm not going to, like, go and is Patrick Mahomes good. We know that he's good. But he now has nine interceptions in the season. He has six games in a row with an interception. And to me, he's playing cocky. And I get it. Like, hey, you know you're one of the best in the league. Even in the Super Bowl the last two years, you won one. I'm starting to get concerned for the Chiefs and the pieces on the Chiefs. Like, Tyree Kill... You know, he's been a top three dynasty receiver now for a few years. And we know Travis Kelsey is still Travis Kelsey. But, man, this offense is ups and downs. If they play a good competition, it's tough. James, what do you think about Patrick Mahomes going forward? 
I th- I think he needs that extra piece. We lo- they lost Sammy Watkins last year. McCall Hardman, he's not Who working out. You mean Josh Gordon's not it? Oh, I mean, Josh Gordon didn't even see a target today. <laughs> no, uh, he got one target, and he got picked, I think. Uh, it, it's terrible. Um, and with CEH out, you know, he doesn't have that little safety valve in the in the short game. So I, I think that they are missing pieces on offense. Yeah, I mean, if you do, if you run the same plays with the same players over and over again, eventually the league is going to catch up. Mm-hmm. And how much of Travis Kelsey and, and Tyreek Hill do you have to see before you catch up and especially with ceh out we saw darrell williams have a great game last week but didn't really do much against that titans defense this week which was shocking um so are they are they losing a step yeah i think they are and you should be concerned for patrick mahomes's value going forward if that's if this is the same game plan and same uh employees on the field yeah, he's been the undisputed QB1 in Superflex formats now for a couple of years. And I'm starting to think that, like... Uh, might be time to move on. Not move on, it, but it might be time to lower expectations. Time. <laughs> um, that, I wouldn't move I on from him. Perf- I was going to say, I think it's a perfect time to buy. Because Mahomes was always the player that, if you have him, you can't trade him. Because the value you would get is not equal to what he was. Unless someone but now, But now, I think like people are like, freaking out so much that... They're like, okay, who who can I trade? Like, I, honestly, if you could do like a Trevor Lawrence swap for him, like not a swap one for one, but if you could give a little extra to Trevor Lawrence, I would do that. Mahomes is still Mahomes, and I agree completely with James. Nobody's scared of Daryl Williams. Nobody. Uh, that all you got to do is double team Kelsey, and you. Byron Pringle to- and Demarcus Robinson don't do it for you. <laughs> and no, and you've got to, and all they're doing is doing umbrella coverage to stop Tyree Kill from going deep. Like that. That's the play. Yeah. Double, double Kelsey, and then you do that with, with high Hill. You're just, yeah, you're just stopping the big plays, which is what they thrived on. And you can tell Mahomes, like, he's uneasy. He's he's kind of scrambling a little more than you would like to expect. He's not sitting in the pocket. He's nervous. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, as much as people don't want to agree, makes a tiny difference in that offense because people know he can run the ball a little better than Daryl Williams. So... They're a little more, you know, watchful of the running game. I do think the Chiefs need to make a move. I was thinking to myself today, who could they make a move for? Who could they trade for? Allen Robinson was the one that came to mind. And if they could that. go, if they could go to the Bears, get Allen Robinson, that would change a lot. And I mean, they'd have to try to make some room in that in that salary cap that they have. But if you can get it done. That is the move I'd make. Uh, I'm ha- I'm struggling to find any other moves they can make that would be an upgrade at their number two. They thought Josh Gordon was it. Hey, guy hasn't played football in forever, so that's not going to be it. Uh, yeah, it's it's tough. What about a Michael Gallup? That would be great. That would be a perfect play. He's on a cheap or, contract too. Or if he's Gallup on his last back, year of his contract. Yeah. Or if Gallup comes back, a Cedric Wilson from the same team. I, he's playing. I think him and Gallup aren't far off in when it comes to you know the player. Cedric Wilson's a good player. He's out of Boise. He you know he was rated highly in the draft. He was I think I want to say a fifth round pick in the NFL draft so. that year. But yeah, I mean there's options. It's just is it a big enough upgrade to raise your expectations up to Mahomes again? And they need Clyde Edwards-Helaire back. 
or they can trade for Marlon Mack. Like they need an essence of somebody to be that other teams are fearful of in that back talk to Marlon Mack. So that that's something I could see happening definitely before the trade deadline next week. Keep your eyes peeled on that, because if that does happen, it lowers CEH's value and CEH turns into more of a Naeem Hines uh, in that offense instead of what he's been for the past, I don't know, six or seven games. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I'm going to go over some just real quick injury roundups and then we'll um, circle back to it. So I'm going to give you some of the injuries that happened today. Big one in the Jets-Pats game. Zach Wilson hurt his leg slash knee, and it looks like it's probably a PCL injury. He's going to get an MRI tomorrow, um, so we'll find out how long he's going to miss. He probably will miss some time, so it's uh, Mike White season. Maybe Cam Newton? Hey, who knows? Um, We got Jonu Smith exited the game with a shoulder injury. He was actually having a nice game. He was up to like three receptions for 50-something yards. And a rush. And a rush, which they they pretty much give him at least a rushing attempt. Every Beautiful rushing week. rushing play this this day. Yeah, uh, Diami uh, Brown for the Washington Football Team went down with a knee injury. Malcolm Brown, running back for the Dolphins, went down with a quad. Not super fantasy relevant there. Miles Sanders was carted off. That was a big one for me. Um, you know, everyone, ankle. every the, the steady drumbeat for Miles Sanders was like, "This is the week. This is the week." And then he gets hurt in the first quarter, and uh, it was an ankle. Hopefully, it's not a high ankle sprain. Hopefully, it's something like what Joe Mixon had a few weeks ago where it's a low ankle. He misses a game and then he'll be back because we were seeing his usage in the backfield increase. Um, so hopefully we can get that back because his schedule coming up is actually pretty nice. So hopefully we get Miles Sanders back. And then Josh Jacobs, the guy that's just forever dinged up Josh Jacobs. He was actually looking, I made a comment watching this game and I said, wow, Josh Jacobs looks spry. He looks like he's finally healthy. And then what happens? He goes and gets hurt. He exits the game with a, ch- uh, a ch- injury to his chest. So we'll have to keep an eye on that one. Kenyon Drake did take over and score a touchdown later in this game for the Raiders. And then last but not least, he didn't miss any time. But I just want to note that if you're a Kyler Murray owner, he's getting banged up a lot. Um, And it's one of the things that last year, after week 10, Kyler got hurt and then he wasn't the same. Well, he seems to be getting nicked up every single game. So that's something we want to keep an eye on. I don't know if you guys have noticed this, but his rushing totals have been... Not great the last handful of weeks. He's not taking off and running with the ball like he used to. And, um, you know, I mean, so, they had a blowout this week, so he didn't need to, like, step up and have an amazing game. But he still had a great fantasy game. But I'm a little concerned with Kyler. Just the, the nicks and dings are going to add up. So I I, I, lo- I love Kyler. He's fun to watch. But there's a little drama to him. Like, you know, every time he gets hit. With that he lays on the ground like he's unconscious and like there was a play where he was laying there forever looking for flags just because he just because he got hit just like oh and then are you calling him a prima donna i mean (laughs) no i wouldn't say we're at that level yet but like there's a lot of just like oh woe is me to him at like like i see this from mahomes too and i love my kind of like spoiled brats a little bit I see it from Mahomes a little bit this year. Like, oh, woe is me. This isn't me. This is them. Like that kind of attitude you get that feel for. So yeah, um, I like I said, there these two quarterbacks are fantasy stars, and um, yeah, I'll I'll kind of hitch back to Zach Wilson because uh, man, I I thought he was actually looking decent the the drive he had. You know, you saw last week or last time when he played Bilicic, but yeah, we'll get we'll get to it when we get to New England. Yeah, he looked terrible today. Hey, so did Corey Davis touchdown was nice. 
fields look like garbage. Oh, yeah, oh yeah. I mean, we can we can have a, a weekly podcast just on rookie quarterback conversation. Everything I said about seeing Justin Fields in person to you guys last week yeah. um, mm-hmm. was pretty much just like, yep, <laughs> this week. Yeah. It was the it's same not good. thing. It's not, it's not good at all. No. Yeah. So I'm sure we'll have a takeaway about that here in the future. Uh, any other commentary for any of the injuries um, from week seven? I don't think so. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's I think the we had injuries happen today, but I just think we're so numb to it all because it, was, the it wasn't that week, bad of a week. The bye week plus, you know, you had some nicks and bruises. I I mean, I saw Hopkins hobbling around earlier today and I'm like, oh, here we are. Like, it, it's just like I think we're into week seven, the middle of the season to where it's like we're just numb to bad news. That we're just like, oh, whatever. So it's just not as hyped up as like, it, what, as what it scrubby was third string running I mean, back. Am I gonna sound have to like you're, you got, you're losing your your dynasty leagues there, Tyler? I'm excited hey, about some I got, of these things. When I got Khalil Herbert, I don't lose. <laughs> uh, I mean, again. that was something that was that wasn't really brought up with Damian Williams coming back, only having a couple snaps. Um, Herbert seems to be leading that backfield. How long is he going to hold on to it? Do you Forever. think he builds enough <laughs> confidence with Nagy to earn some more touches when Montgomery comes back? Yeah, I think it's going to be more does of a Does that split. make Montgomery a sell now candidate? It, it's going – well, let's just get, save it for the, the Bears portion. But, yeah, I mean, Nagy is the type where, hey, I drafted this guy so late. Look what I found. This diamond in the rough. Look at this. I, I don't want to save my him. job. Please help yeah. me. Look at this. I found somebody. He's playing. He's nice. All right. Yeah. So that's that, that's it for the injuries this week. Uh, I did want to give a shout out to our sponsor, Trophy Smack. If you are in the need for a championship belt, a gangster grill, because, you know, if you run like a hood league, like you can just be like and have it all shining and, and, and blingy and it'll be amazing. Uh, or if you're looking for a trophy, all different sports, all different sizes, shapes, pretty much anything, a cornucopia of options, if you will, on trophysmack.com. And when you go do order that trophy, belt, or grill, use code DHHRING. You'll get a free $60 value championship ring. And this isn't a cheap ring. Like, I was able to actually hold one in my hand for the first time when we were in Ohio at the Midwest Fantasy Expo. Shout out to them. Um, and it was, like, a really nice ring. I was like, wow, this is this is pretty nice for free. Code DHHRING. Get yourself one today. You're welcome. All right, let's get into our observations of the week. I'm going to start. We're going to go Tyler, James, Doug. That's how, that's, that's how we're going to do this this week. We're going to do the round table, if you will, the right. Knights of the Round Table. So, Tyler, you're you're draped in Falcons gear. Do you have a Falcon take this week, I hope? <laughs> I mean, what other take is there? Uh, Joe, I, Kyle Pitts, man. It, it, was I'm, so not, good. I'm not going to hype that he had a good game. He had a, he had a very, he had a very, very he good was game. Good. He was good today. I'm going to uh, – what I want to – say about it is you saw confidence like the first couple like i'd say the first three weeks or four weeks you kind of saw him finding himself like he's trying to figure things out the speed of the nfl and everything and this game i think it was second quarter i posted on twitter i said pitts has found the speed he has figured yeah, he was out. creating separation he was making yes. grown man plays he looked more confident than he did in the first handful of weeks exactly sure. and, I agree and with that. when he when he built that when he built that confidence like you saw another level and i think matt ryan realizes it too like hey i could throw 50 50 balls this guy and there's like a 70 80 chance he's and coming Calvin Ridley's over there like 
Yes. And that is the difference. Like Kelvin Ridley is getting hit hard with the target share because Pitts is so dominant. Like right now that that is a negative in this whole thing, but yes, Kyle Pitts. Um, are, where, where do we have Kyle Pitts in the tight end landscape? Because the people had Waller in front of him after week one, after his big week, I'm stuck at one B behind Kelsey still. Cause I just can't, I can't get off Kelsey just because of how involved he is. But Pitts is very close. I, I'm going to say this. I know Kelsey. He's 31. He's still great. But if you're making a move and you can uh, trade Kelsey for Pitts, I would do it. Um, you might even have to do Kelsey plus to get Pitts. And leaves. That is, yeah. And, and, right and at this point, I think I'd be okay with it. Like, yeah, I just traded for Kelsey in the, well, I got an offer. It was my Jalen Hurts for Kelsey in a 2022 first in a Superflex league. It's with our friend Al needs a quarterback. I saw that offer in my inbox, thought about it for like five to 10 seconds and then hit accept. And I was like, cool. And then in my head, I was like, what can I flip Kelsey for? <laughs> yeah. Um, because my team's not necessarily a win now team. So I'm like, all right, I have three firsts next year already. What can I trade Kelsey for? which I just haven't looked into deep because I have way too many goddamn leagues, but um, that's the kind of move that you want to make uh, in pits. I think um, a lot of people are going to have him as the one look, we, we had TJ Hawkinson up there. He's been hit or miss Darren Waller started off hot. He's been on a slump. He missed the game today. His replacement, which I'll talk about later looked marvelous. Um, and then Mark Andrews started slow, but he's been playing really well. So the tight end landscape, Pitts has been, you know, this is two or three weeks now where he's been consistent, and that's all we need out of a tight end. If he can perform like this, like, even every other week, like, I'm perfectly okay with that. So the the last question I have, are you happy about the trade I made in Trade Addicts? <laughs> I was waiting for it. To be determined. <laughs> what was that trade again? Can you refresh our listeners' two memory? Two first, two seconds, and... Your I think soul. that was it. <laughs> I, I I don't think it was that much in in hindsight now. Like pick wise, I don't think it was too much. We got to keep our one twelve, which turned into oh god, I don't even remember. Rondale, I think I picked. Right. No, we got to, yeah, we got to keep two oh two or something like that, which was Rondale. You, you gave me the choice, and I went Rondale over Elijah, which seems like another hit. I mean, yeah. we are just. Filled with Anthony Schwartz in the fourth round. I mean, that could turn out to be a Mm -hmm. another diamond. We we got Clue Herbert late too. So we're stacked, son. Stacks. Take that, son. Speaking of sons, Riley, you're going down in that league. (laughs) He should have lost this week. Memphis, if you would have started somebody other than Kareem Hunt. Idiot. Stupid. Randall. (laughs) All right, James. What do you got for this week for your first observation? Uh, first observation. I mean, can I just pick the game? Is that what we're doing here? I don't care, man. Go ahead. Eagles stink, man. Eagle Eagles stink very, very bad. Um, and Gainwell cannot do it all by himself. That's oh, what I no. took out of that. No, no, no. Like he is not Eckler. He's yet. not. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> maybe he needs to pick up a uh, maybe some some weight. They, yes. He definitely he, he definitely doesn't man. have. Uh, he's definitely not like, can I say this? He's not like a Khalil Herbert. All right. Can well, I Khalil jump Herbert on that train? Five, can I jump on five, that Herbert nine. train? He, Khalil Herbert's 5'9". Yeah, but he's more stocky. He's, he runs through the tackles. Yeah. Like Khalil Gainwell Herbert's built like Devonta Freeman. built like that. Yes. That's a um, great comp for him. 
didn't get too many targets and receptions, but Jalen Rager had a great catch, not the touchdown catch. I'm talking about the jump ball that he had. It, yeah, it that reminded nice. me. It reminded me of some of his college film. He's, he's out done that there. a couple he's, times this season. Pretty much free. He gets like a couple targets a game. Yeah, I know he doesn't hold too much value, but that's something interesting. And I mean, if you really want to talk about the the meat of this game, it's obviously we talked about Jacobs getting hurt, Drake coming in, doing some work. Hurts, he stinks, man. Mm. He can't like he doesn't have control of that offense. You can tell. The bad snaps, the fumbles the turnovers, the bad decisions. If I have him, he's good for fantasy. Okay, how long will he be a franchise quarterback? And that's what makes me nervous about Jalen Hurts. I have him in a couple leagues. And as long as he's producing, you have a sell window, I guess, until the trade deadline. But uh, he's one of those guys that I'm putting on my candidate list for uh, expulsion this season. Who who was it? Who was it that called him Tim Tebow? (laughs) <laughs> I think it was oh, Cecil Lamb. Nah, it was Cecil Lammy and Sigmund Bloom on the Audible. They called him <laughs> Tim, the modern day Tim Tebow. That's not cool. Man. I mean, that's Taysom Hill to me. That that's true. But man, Gardner like, Minshew. What do the Eagles do? Like Gardner's it, not it. But here's the, the thing: Eagles, the Eagles have three first round picks next year. What do you think who? they're going to do, Tyler? But who? Watson. There's no quarterback in this draft that's we, good you know oh, what? Yeah. we say we say stuff like that every single year and then there is like so we go through this every year like oh the this this is this is this and then all of a sudden someone comes out of nowhere and is like really really good in the combine or closes the season so i don't want to hear that narrative like there's going to be someone I mean, that the, rises the guy above from Pitt, the guy from Pitt, the quarterback from Pitt. he's he's all right but like nobody's burrowed the season nobody nobody's really done that and and i i've kept up with college football thanks to being in pigs too now mm-hmm. like i've got to actually focus on that and see if i can snag up anybody but man like there is it's slim pickings like uh howell isn't producing like we thought he's like a late first rounder now but uh, honestly it doesn't i don't think it matters about talent it's it's all about coaching situation and what the quarterback is dropped into like Tua could be great somewhere else and we just don't know it like that that's the issue. I mean, Jalen Hurts wasn't good in, in Alabama. He was really good in Oklahoma. Exactly. I mean, what if they bring in Lincoln Riley? Yeah, you never know. All right, you ready for my for my observation from this week? This is gonna be one of my favorite dynasty players. I've got him on a lot of rosters. Picked him up in a redraft league when I saw that Darren Waller was out. I have always called him Baby Gronk because physically he reminds me of Rob Gronkowski. His athletic profile is very, very good. I've always liked what I've seen from Foster Moreau. Now, I've got him on probably you know, 70% of my dynasty rosters. And again, I'm the type of guy that likes to collect athletic tight ends and hope that they eventually become something. And it's worked in the past. It's worked when I had Waller and Logan Thomas and guys like that. So I've been on those guys. Before. Dawson Knox, perfect example. He's having a breakout season. I know he broke his hand. Hopefully he's back soon to score break more fantasy season, points. I mean, yeah, there you go. Yeah, so Dawson Knox was having a breakout season. And that's another guy that me and our former host, Tim Keller, man crush. Foster Moreau is one of those guys. And uh, I was really looking forward to seeing how he played with no Darren Waller. And Foster Moreau looked great. Like six for 60, a touchdown. He's a tight end one on the week. It's going to be one of those things, though, because Waller is signed long-term that 
you're not going to get anything out of it unless it's an injury. So you sit on Foster Moreau and you either wait until Darren Waller's done because he's in his what late twenties. Yeah, you know, twenty nine. And I think Moreau is a free agent at the end of next year because he's in his third season. So yeah, you're looking at guys like that, and and those are the kind of guys I want to have at the bottom of my roster because I know once Foster Moreau, it's like David and Joku. Once they go on to another team, you're hoping that they're going to be the featured tight end in an offense. And I think that Foster Moreau could do that, just like I think David Njoku can. And we've seen Njoku flash in a couple of games this year. And we all know he's going to be out the door next year. They picked up his fifth year, but they have Harrison Bryant waiting in the wings. Austin Hooper's making money unless they cut him because they're going to be in a little salary cap thingy if they um, you know, try to resign Baker. But Foster Moreau is a guy that I know it's going to be hard to trade for him now. I've already had him on rosters, but maybe let it cool down. And you wait four or five weeks. People forget that Moreau had that big game. Waller's back. He's balling out. And then you make a move for Moreau. And again, it's one of those take time. This is how you build a dynasty team if you're looking to win in a couple of years. Guys like Moreau and Njoku are exactly who I want on my roster because I think that they can be big time tight ends in the future. I think Moreau, by the time he's a free agent, is going to be 26, 25, 26. Totally cool with that. He doesn't have a lot of uh, wear on the tires, if you will. So love those types of moves. Really happy that I saw Adam Moreau because I know he's a talented guy and he just he just verified it for everyone. Tyler, back to you. So if we're going a little team base, I'm going to go with the Bengals and Jamar Chase is wide receiver one in Dynasty. Period. Like I I, I get the debate. I get how other people could have you know Devonte Adams. He's just so no 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 no. He he's almost, he's going to be 30 next year and he's going to be a free agent. We know where he's going to be. Chase, is it like I? I know people gave him a hard time for dropping balls. I saw him catching balls today that people probably didn't even imagine him, you know, even having a chance for in the preseason. But man, that connection did not lose anything from LSU to Cincinnati. That, that it, long touchdown was a grown ass man play. That was all Chase. That was oh, yeah. a that was a fifteen to twenty yard gang. Chase broke a tackle, spun when his hand was on the ground, and then took off like that. It was a beautiful <laughs> I, was, play. I saw it live, and I'm like, "Are you kidding me? Like, this guy is it." I may have jumped up and celebrated in my aunt's living room uh, during that play because I own Chase in a bunch of dynasty spots, so I was a yes. very happy person. <laughs> and, and in that in that sense, Burrow is to me a top five dynasty quarterback he good when you got t higgins when you got uzoma who's who's showing up like oh, that can, we, can we pause there for a second i love yeah. Uzoma. so uzoma this is so i know we've had a limited history of guys with achilles injuries right uzoma tore his achilles in week one last year he looks yeah. great this year and i don't know if anyone was on twitter and saw cam Akers working out yes I liked, I liked what i saw go out and friggin buy yes cam, wait a couple weeks because the video just came out so people are like woo. Wait a little bit and then go buy Cam Akers. That's all I'm saying. Continue. Maybe I mean, they haven't seen the video, man. I'm just going to go out and buy that, Cam Akers. That is and also, too. maybe they didn't see this week's game where Daryl Henderson did 15 for 45 against the Lions people. So, I mean, oh, God, I, I, I'm all about that. I think that's the one player I think we all agree on that since, since James has come into the podcast, that is the one player I think we're all just like thumbs up. That's it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, going back to the Bengals, I think Burrow is a top five, top five quarterback now for Dynasty. 
Um, super flex. If you have him, you're very comfortable with that. The knee, lo- the knee is going to keep getting better too. And he's going to get more confidence. He'll start running and more too, man. Oh man. And T Higgins, 15 targets. Don't worry about T. He's going to get his, he's getting I think the it's targets. A good, I think it's a nice window to buy T on the yes. cheaper than he was before. Cause he had a lot of preseason hype, right? Like he was the workout warrior, most improved. He's better he's, than he's chase. Been, he's yeah. been a little dinged <laughs> up, but he looked, he made some, there was a, a catch that he had in the end zone, which was out of bounds, but it was sick. And he made a yeah. couple of other catches in this game that were like, he caught that. Like T Higgins is mad talented. I, I do think the issue is, is <laughs> T is a red zone phenom. Like he's so good in the red zone. Chase has had long touchdowns. Joe Mixon has had long touchdown runs, like from 20 and beyond, like 18, 25. Uh, (laughs) broke out with a long touchdown today uzoma has had long touchdowns they haven't been two big touchdowns yeah they haven't been in that position to use higgins height in the in the red zone yet tyler he'll get his he'll get his yes tyler boyd is definitely the one that's been hurt by this if he's definitely slid down to the point where okay he's only a bi-week type starter if Mm -hmm. you need him but yeah Bengals. Who would have thought? I'm with you. Number I'm one. with you on uh on the Higgins train. I'll I'll jump on I'll jump on that too. I wrote in my article this week that you should go out and buy T Higgins. Uh, he's still getting his target share. I mean, 15 yeah. targets. 15 today. targets. Like, uh, I don't I don't care if he catches all of them or 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 ha- like half of them. It doesn't matter. Like he's going to produce for you, and he's lost value over the past month being he, injured. Jamar Chase coming into play, he's still going to be a viable wide receiver too. He's due for a big game. Flash. He's going to have and one he's here. He's due yeah. for a big game. I thought this was going to be it, but still a decent game getting 13.2 PPR points. I'm I'm okay with that. That's something that you need on an every week basis that he's pretty consistent with that. So, yeah, I'm I'm aboard. I'm also, on board with Higgins and of course also, Jamar Chase. Also the league has definitely respected Chase and what he's doing. Marlon Humphrey is a dog. That guy, like, yeah, he's he one of the, he's like people, a top five, six, seven. He gets in, in people's sure. face when I see players helping another team player up, especially a cornerback helping a receiver, a receiver helping a corner, and they both helped each other get back up after a play and like tapping each other on the helmet. That is mutual a sign respect. of respect. Yeah, and you do not usually see that with a rookie receiver, and especially with Marlon Humphrey, who's a stud at corner. Mm-hmm. Like seeing that, you could tell, you know, the NFL is aware of what Chase is doing. Oh, absolutely. What about right. on the other side of the ball? I'm sorry, Doug. No, no, go ahead. Marquise Brown. Like, I'm is this I'm your on team? The f- are you are you choosing the Ravens? Um, no, I'm I'm on the fence about Marquise Brown. Really, uh, I don't know what to kind of do with him. Do I sell him? Like, he's producing fantasy numbers, but his receptions are so inconsistent. He's getting a lot of target share, dropping a lot of balls. Lamar doesn't look as confident as he. Did I mean not today? Yeah, nice not today. Yeah. Not against Cincinnati. Bengals defense, by the way, is actually pretty good. Their safeties, yeah. are awesome. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, going forward with Bateman, consistently got six targets two two weeks back to back. I know they're slowly working him into the offense. How long do you have a Marquise Brown before the the targets turn to Bateman's favor? The the fantasy points go to Bateman. I think it's it's a Russian roulette of who's going to hit week to week. I think we got Brown Bateman and Mark Andrews who, who definitely got hurt due to Bateman being back a little more. 
yeah, I just think week to week you're going to be like, okay, hopefully this is an Andrews week. Like, I think two of the players on that offense are going to hit Bateman. I think Brown did decent this week. Bateman had a couple long, long catches. Andrews was the one that got hurt seven points. I think that this week, which, which really hurt him with the breakout party he was having for the year, the past couple weeks. So I'm okay with Brown. I don't think you're going to be able to sell for the price that he deserves. And I think buying him personally is, might be the right move because people have never had faith in him. But he's a great player to have as a wide receiver three. And if you can get that for a late first, early second, I mean, I'd be all for that. All right, James, it's your turn now. Oh, and now it's my turn. I just saw. Nope. <laughs> if you went, want to nope. use that, you can use it. You get a bonus. No, no mulligans. <laughs> no, 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 no. Right. Uh, let's go into uh, Green Bay a little bit. Aaron Jones, very disappointing day. Eight carries, 19 yards on the ground. Like, what's going on with that? A.J. Dillon could not run. We saw teams run against Washington. Are, am I, I'm a little worried about A.J. Dillon after this. Bigger back, I thought he'd be able to run through that defense. That defense stuffed him. And on the other side of the ball, Antonio Gibson didn't get much done either, um, which was disappointing. McKissick, I sold, not- I sold Chase for Gibson before week one it's the hardest hardest trade i've had uh had to swallow i thought gibson was gonna take the leap nope. yeah uh, yeah a lot of people did he was a hot trendy name for i bit. mean i know he's dealing with uh gibson i know he's dealing with the shin fracture and an injury but we saw him deal with injury last year how many years are we going to see it like and we talked about like top five you said top five wide receivers with jamar chase um i i'd like to throw terry mclaurin in the ring for that nomination as well. Uh, Once I, he gets a quarterback, then we can talk. I mean, he's doing I pretty good with a hodgepodge quarterback. Doing good without a quarterback right that's now. That's my point. Um, so, no, remember DeAndre Hopkins though? He had crap quarterback play, and he was still a top five guy. I mean, McLaurin and Hopkins are different players, but like McLaurin's also twenty six right now. That's the no, I think I the issue with dynasty. Oh, you only got like four or five more years out of him. Oh, you only get five yeah. years. He's twenty five right now. You only get five more years out of him. Oh darn! I, I think he can, I think he can hold up in, inside the top. Well, when we're, say, when top we're spoiled 10 for the with, next four years, when Easy. we're spoiled with guys like AJ Brown, Metcalf, Chase, Justin Jefferson, who are like twenty five and under, that that's where the issue comes in dynasty. Like we're getting spoiled with these very yeah, young think, receivers. You can make a case of McLaurin as a top. I, I give you top ten, top five. I'm not. There. Yeah, top top ten. I definitely am all about. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. I like that. And um, yeah, so I guess my turn now. I want to talk about the Bears uh, because I haven't had any discussions about Justin Fields on this podcast, but I was at the Bears-Packers game last Sunday and a lot of things I observed about Justin Fields and I talked about with it, uh, with you guys, but not our listening public. So I watched Justin Fields intently and the things I took away is that the game is too fast. He stares down his first read. He doesn't progress and he doesn't make decisions quickly. Now, when he needs to improvise, he can run around and that's all good. But when he does that, he still doesn't have the vision to find the open guy. There was a play, and it wasn't the one where he got intercepted in the end zone from Darnell Savage. There was a play where Allen Robinson was, there was literally nobody around him for 20 yards. And everybody in the end zone that I was in was yelling because Allen Robinson, it was an easy touchdown. Fields was scrambling around. Now, he didn't get a chance to set his feet. But I think Justin Fields has the arm strength to just uncork one, and he would have been fine. And that's the kind of thing where I was like, man, he missed a wide-open guy there. Like, And then today, holy crap, 
Tampa Bay's defense is really, really good, but you can attack their secondary and um, he might've tried to attack them, but they attacked right back, picking him off a bunch. There was fumbles. It was an ugly, ugly day for the bears with the exception of Khalil freaking Herbert. He is so good. The moves that I saw Herbert make, the double moves, the double cuts, reminded me a little bit of a Devonta Freeman. He doesn't have that kind of like rolling ball of butcher knives like Freeman had. Um, and a little bit of Dalvin Cook, the ability to go left to right on multiple cuts. He doesn't have the speed that Dalvin Cook has, but he has excellent, excellent vision and very good contact balance. Khalil Herbert, to me, could be a starter on a lot of teams in the NFL. And he's a guy that I have in a couple of dynasty leagues. And it was like the fifth round. Like, I'll just take this guy because their depth chart isn't great. And Montgomery gets hurt. And Damian Williams is old. He could have an opportunity. I didn't watch much Khalil Herbert in college. And maybe I lucked into him. So be it. But now I've got something. Because now I get excited. And Khalil Herbert, against the league's best run defense, had uh, had almost 100 yards rushing and 125 yards from scrimmage. And looked really freaking good again this week. So Khalil Herbert, to me, is... Like, yeah, if you've got David Montgomery, I'd start to be worried. You know, usually when Coach Pete comes out a few days ago, they said, oh, Khalil Herbert's moving his way up the running back depth chart. They weren't kidding because Damian Williams didn't do anything. He didn't barely touch the ball. It was all Khalil Herbert today. Three weeks ago, it was a 50-50 split. Williams is out because of COVID. All Herbert. I think Artavis Pierce had like two carries. And now it was all Herbert this week with the exception of like two touches for Williams. I think when Montgomery comes back, it's a 50-50. Like, Herbert has played well enough that he is going to impact David Montgomery. What do you guys think? No, I, I agree. I mean, go look at the Denver Broncos. That's what I think it was. it's going to be. And I think instead of what the Broncos are doing, where they do every other series, which I find ridiculous and mind-boggling. Mind like, it's It's frustrating. I think with Chicago, it's going to be more of hot hand. So if, say, Montgomery gets stuffed and Herbert has a good drive, Herbert's going to go back in until he fails. Then it'll be Montgomery trying to get a chance. I think that's the way Nagy is. He's that type of coach. And, yeah, I I completely agree with Herbert. He was uh, one of my favorite fourth-round picks. And, uh, yeah, he's my most-owned rookie. He is I like my, Elijah Mitchell too, and he is popping off tonight. Yes, and uh, Herbert is actually my third most owned player out of anybody. So Excellent. that was uh, it goes Herbert Swift Herbert, and uh, it, like you know Herbert. What? Is your favorite type of ice cream Sherbert? Sure, sure Herbert, sure Herbert, <laughs> sure Herbert. Oh, yeah, Herbert. Herbert. I agree with you guys as well. I'm on the same page, and just to add to it, I think. You know, we saw Nagy when he was in Kansas City running a two running back set. And am I am I wrong, Spencer Ware, Damian Williams? They would come in, come out. I think you can look at that when Montgomery comes back. That that is the that call. is the option if Khalil Herbert can hold up, which he obviously is. Tariq Cohen's out of the situation. Damian Williams was an insurance policy to to play wide receiver really as a slot as that a slot Tariq technician. Cohen contract is looking so bad right now. Yeah, I mean, yeah. If, if you still own Tariq Cohen, you might as well just. He's a he's a dump for I, me. I forget about I forget about him like that. That's sad. Yeah, it's I, he's gone, man. Can I add another thing about the Bears? I think it's a really nice window. Allen Robinson's probably gone at the end of the year. If you can go get him cheap, I think he's still got plenty of tread on the tire. Watching Allen Robinson, he's still got it. He still creates separation. He can still 50-50 high point balls. 
Because Justin Fields, the only throw that he could consistently make was out routes to the sideline. That's what he was doing in the Packers game. And they looked good. His timing was good. But again, it's first read stuff. First and Robin, read. And Robinson yeah. looks good. And Mooney, I really, really like. He's going to be on that team for a while. I'm not. I it, like that's him. A, that's the thing that's going to be interesting with Fields is. Go to Andy Fields Dalton. Get, that's what I've been saying. Fields gets a pass because of coaching. Everybody hates Nagy. He's going to get a pass. Kind of like Darnold. Darnold's getting a pass. Hey, Darnold, if he's not running touchdowns in, hey, he's Darnold. not good. He's not, he's not good. Darnold apparently was fool's gold. Uh, Fields, he's going to get a pass. Next year is going to be a huge test for him to see if we see what everybody was hyped up about. And if he starts failing again, maybe we start thinking Fields, there's a reason why teams passed up. There's a reason why Atlanta passed up on him to get Pitts. There's a reason why Denver passed up on him to get Sertain. New England didn't like, trade up for him. New England had chance upon chance to go get him and an easy transition from Cam Newton to Justin Fields, who caught very easily. And they went with quote unquote vanilla and uh, Mac vanilla Jones tastes seems, pretty good in this draft class. I was going to say, <laughs> I mean, Mac Jones, vanilla, smooth and steady vanilla. Mm-hmm. That's a yep. new flavor. Mac Jones, vanilla with vanilla bean. I mean, vanilla bean, ice French cream vanilla. Uh-huh. <laughs> I love it. Tyler, let's go back to you. Um, yeah, I was, I was kind of searching through the games and, um, uh, let's see who can, who can I go with? Uh, I'm going to go with, uh, do I want, I'll, I'll go with the jets and, uh, oh, it's, no. it's only because of, uh, Zach Wilson and it's all based off of, uh, maybe LeFleur isn't the LeFleur we thought he was going to be. Um, this, co- I mean, Mike White came in and did all right, but did not look any better. This coaching staff, like I love Robert Salah, and he's not making the defense any better. I, I really got a lot of injuries on the defense too. That's that's very true. Um, But I mean, the Jets obviously need a weapon. Uh, Michael, when you're playing Michael Carter in the backfield, Zell Mims. No, they please get traded. By the way, like. Like send him somewhere. Anyway. All I'm thinking of is in this draft class, Traylon Burks uh, from Arkansas, the wide receiver who's a monster of a man, scored three touchdowns, tearing it up, probably runs like a 4-4. Dude is like D- DK Metcalf, like the style of player. If they could go get him, that'd be great because he would be a difference maker. And you can put Corey Davis as a two- you can put Elijah Moore as the slot receiver, which I think he needs to be at, but they're not going to because they have two of the same player, you know, Jameson Crowder and Elijah Mitchell playing on the field together. Like, I, I don't know what these they guys also are have Keelan doing. Cole, who's a bit of a big slot too. Yes. And, and it's just, they don't have that dominant X receiver. Corey Davis is a Y he, you know, he's not as physical as you want him to be getting off press. I think, Zach Wilson is going to learn from these things. I like his mental process better than Fields. I don't like it better than Mac Jones, but I've seen more out of Zach Wilson than I have from Fields, and it's not close. I, I like, agree with that. I like his arm. I'm pretty sure better you can get than either either one of them pretty uh, inexpensively. Fields right now. still holds value. That's the issue. Fields holds this name cachet the value like the konami hey, code I, quarterback potential. yeah can i get can i get justin fields you know how many people are going to say no 
like everybody because you want everybody because of Nagy because he he gets a redo, but he does get, Zach gets, Wilson get the pass. same redo in New York? No. Because I think people see Jets and they're like higher ah. draft capital. I mean, that's it, I just think the fact that Zach Wilson was drafted in like sixth or seventh in, in Superflex drafts. Well, Fields right. was one or two. Like some people took him at one, some people took him at two, three. Um, that's that's the issue. I just is love people... that I got Jamar Chase at one hundred and five in multiple leagues. That makes me feel so happy. Yeah, and warm. I got I got Chase at one hundred and five in the UDPL. I just need ETN and... to come alive, and I'll be okay. I that I mean that's a whole separate. I, I got ETN and Pitts in in this year's draft. Nice. Uh, the I just think that the buying is easier for Zach Wilson than it will be for Fields. You can get him for cheaper, and I like the. I like the future for Zach Wilson more than I do with fields because there's a part of me that almost feels like fields gets one more year, but Wilson will get at least two. I like that. That makes sense to me. James, let's go to you. All right. Okay. How about that double revenge game? The Detroit and the Rams. Detroit pretty well today. I was going to go Detroit because of my boy, but I, I, that's just so wash. I'm not going to talk about. I, I know I'm not going to talk about the big names that that hit here. I'm I'm going to talk about the wide receiver threes on the teams in the the good one. Van Jefferson, great acquisition. If you can go and get Van Jefferson right now, I'm definitely doing it. He you mean looks wham like, bam. Thank you, Van. Wham bam, thank you, man. Especially yeah, if Bob, especially if they move on from seven, Bob Woods. He got seven targets. I don't even think they need to. I think they've integrated Van Jefferson to to spread the field and run the post route. Like they brought Deshaun Jackson onto the team to be like, here, do what this guy does. <laughs> Go run really fast well how to be down <laughs> the field, run the post route, and and you'll be fine. And then I mean, the other guy that I'm a little nervous about is Amon Ross St. Brown. Now, I know he's a rookie. I know he got covered mostly by Jalen Ramsey this week, but he got his first, he got a really big goose egg, and that's something that we hadn't seen from him yet hey. is a goose egg, especially in a game that they went back and forth and they needed him to come through. I don't think there was an, any injury involved or anything like that. I just think he just was not targeted, and that and that shows concern when they are down or in a big game. Why didn't they throw – to their wide receivers more you know who looks good and he's probably if he's not rostered he probably should be because he's had some usable weeks already this season khalif raymond khalif raymond i mean he was the bigger name this week 13 right now he's been solid and he had a he had a two touchdown game just a few weeks ago um and you know there's no like i don't know when tyrell williams is coming back do i even care no quintus cephas is on the but raymond is looking he's he's being productive and the thing with saint brown is that he's had seven or eight targets for the last few weeks up until this game. So I'm yeah, hoping that it it's just the Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, thing. I, I, I yeah. think it, I mean, I could chalk it up to the Jalen Ramsey thing. We'll see how he does the next week up against uh, Philly. But yeah. if he doesn't do anything against Philly, then we've got a problem. Just something. Well, to think about. Uh, not necessarily I, because if he pulls Darius eye. Slay, Darius Slay has been locked down corner all year. Like the stats against Slay, like nobody's producing against him. Maybe so that's it could what be it is. A, Maybe it could be another week. The bigger, he's the bigger receiver and he's he's getting heavier coverage. Yeah, They're possibly. probably like, hey, you know what? St. Brown's their best receiver, so put our best corner on him because who else they got? Yeah. You know? Another team that would love to have a X receiver they and a new quarterback. 
Goff they don't need well. a run. Goff played well. Uh, no, they were in that game right until the end. Yeah. The red zone pick by Ramsey was definitely yeah. a mistake, but Goff didn't look terrible. Um, no, I agree. Uh, it wasn't bad, but Swift, man, uh, he's so damn good. He's so, so good. He, he is he is very, very good. All right, so to me, hmm, what do I want to talk about here? Ooh, there's not a lot of options here. Let's talk about the Cardinals. How about Zach Ertz? Yeah, uh, I'm first on game. It. Now, here's the thing that's going to be frustrating about the Cardinals every single week. Kyler Murray's going to fake an injury. No, insert a, insert a lot of mouths to feed, but it's true. You've got Hopkins. You know he scored a touchdown in his revenge game this week, um, and he's been dinged up this year. AJ Green has been usable, like almost every got week. Some, AJ Green has been usable, got, and we got some ne- new tennis balls on that walk. We never he's thought rolling. we would say that going into this season. I have AJ Green in UDPL, and he was like just a roster clogger. But I, I've been I, starting I him so, here and there. I was so pumped when I got that third from you, and I'm like, thank God. But now it's like, <laughs> damn, like, like the new, t- like I said, the new tennis balls on the walker. They're they're gliding nicely, yeah. just rolling along. You know, Christian Kirk, I think, is doing a nice audition for his next team. He's going to be a free agent yeah. at the end of the year, and I think Kirk could um could be a, a solid fantasy producer on another squad with more consistent production because we've seen him flash, uh, you know, weeks. He's had a few flash weeks already this year. We saw it last year. He can be a deep threat. I think he can do a little bit of everything. Uh, and then you've got Rondell Moore, who we'd all love to see them use more. Right. I just like, thought of Kirk going to the jets and threw up a little bit, like ugh. just another slot guy. <laughs> oh, no, thanks. I would love to see Rondale get more involved, but I just don't think it's going to be this year. I think it's going to be no. next year. So if Rondale has another few quiet weeks, then maybe go sniffing around and see what Rondale Moore might cost you. Because if Kirk's out of the picture, AJ Green is 57 years old. All of a sudden, Rondale Moore could be the number two pass catcher across from DeAndre Hopkins. Definitely could happen. And they started to use him, you know, what was it, week two or three, where they were using him all over the field and we're all drooling and we're like, Rondale Moore season. And then they go back to kind of like this spread the ball around offense. Uh, and James Conner has been surprisingly useful. Uh, he scores another touchdown this week. He's looked good. And he's got six touchdowns now, I think, on the season. So who thought? That was one of the guys where he was a late free agent signing. And I was praying for his dynasty value that he would go to the Cardinals to pair up with Chase Edmonds. And it happened. So I was very happy to see that. But Ertz, getting back to him, he looked good. Again, it's going to be inconsistent, though. Like how you pretty much, if you own Zach Ertz, you're probably not going to be able to sell him. So you're going to have to ride this out until the cows come home with Ertz. Um, Or if you can flip him to get a pick. You probably want to do that because I think he's towards the tail end of his career. But uh, a team that wants to win now, Ertz could be a piece that they come and look for. And I'd be willing to sell him um, to a team that's winning now and see what you can get for him. Because I think after this season, who knows? Ertz could be toast. I, I like him in, in Arizona. I mean, we saw the way they utilized Max Williams. And if Ma- if Max Williams came pretty much came out of nowhere, he was competing with targets uh, with Dan Arnold last season. Max mm-hmm. Williams comes out of nowhere. And now Zach Ertz, automatically in his first game gets five targets and a carry like that's something like saying hey they wanted him on this offense they needed somebody with a spark and I don't think Zach Ertz is dead I just think he was he was competing too much with Dallas Goddard and bad quarterback play so I I, I think that Ertz is is a great another buy. couple if years competing team I I think he gets at least another year or two possibly 
I mean, I, I think he gets a, a decent, I mean, what, what, I don't, I don't, I don't know his contract off the top of my head. I, I think it's what it's, he's in the last year of his contract or did they have to just give him one year or something like that? I have to, I'd I have to look it up. up. I don't remember. Right. But I, I think he's going to earn a, a contract. I, I, he's obviously just as good or better than Max Williams in that offense with Kyler Murray. So I, I don't see why he doesn't earn a, a contract at the end of the season. And he's and he's going to show up for fantasy in that in that division alone. Seattle, the Rams, San Francisco. You could see tight end scoring on these guys. I mean, we just saw Mo Ali Cox score a touchdown up against San Francisco tonight mm-hmm. earlier in the game. So I, I can see Zach Ertz doing the same thing and and gaining value towards the end of the season. Yeah. So before we go into our last takeaway of the week, I did want to give a shout out to Viridian Global. If you're looking to wrap Dynasty Happy Hour, either with a hat or a shirt, maybe even a sweatshirt, which they look luxurious. I think I need to get one. You can go on viridianglobal.com, search Dynasty Happy Hour. There's all sorts of different options. So go ahead and make sure that. So if we see you out in the wild with the DHH gear, I have a sticker on the back of my car. I've had one person actually notice it. And that's felt pretty awesome because I was like, hey, that was the same. That was the, the day you picked me up, right? Yeah, it was. No, like no, I literally, I legit had a person that was like, that was like, oh, like DHH, like oh, awesome sticker, and I was like, yeah, I'm the host. What's up? <laughs> and I talked to them for a few minutes, and they they love the show. So shout out to them. I think his name was Mike, if I remember correctly. Shout um, out Mike. But yeah, so represent that. Get your gear. It's all super nice quality. You won't be unhappy with it. It fits great. It looks great. And you'll look sexy AF in it. So if you get some gear, take a picture, send it to us on Twitter, and we'll represent it out here on these streets. All right, Tyler, give me your last one of the week. All right. Um, nobody's really going to like this. And I, I'm i struggling saying it, but I want to. Okay. Sell Jonathan Taylor after the season. You know, You're if, if no... If no injuries happen to him. Great. You just said it. I mean, I just don't like his usage in this offense. Like he's breaking off long touchdowns to get his fantasy points. He has a week here and there with six catches. I'm not a fan of that consistency. Like give me DeAndre Swift and his targets over Taylor every day, all day of the week. If I can make a deal for Jonathan Taylor plus or Jonathan Taylor for Swift Plus, I am all for that. And it could happen because of the name, because of Jonathan Taylor's name. I get, see, this is why I think people aren't going to be a fan of this because, you know, he, he's young. And I just think he's going to be stuck in this mold for a long time. All right, so I'm going to, I'm going to cut, I'm going to cut you off. If you can, get the, if you can got- get the moon, if you can get the moon, for Taylor, if you could get the moon plus for Taylor, go ahead and do it. That's I could see saying. I could see you making this argument if Naheem Hines was still involved in this offense. He's not. Naheem he Hines actually has, just dropped. He just dropped a big 50-yard bomb tonight. Hines, Hines did? Yeah. Yeah. So Hines has two targets in this game, the same amount as Jonathan Taylor. He has one carry for zero yards. Last year when you owned Jonathan Taylor, Naheem Hines was a thorn in your side. The transition is happening in front of our eyes. They are going away from Naheem Hines. They are not using Marlon Mack. They are committing to Jonathan Taylor. I want Who Jonathan Taylor. I don't want to, I do not want to sell ton. him. When you have a running back with this kind of inconsistency, like 
inconsistency. He's, I mean, had, if, he's scored the last three weeks and gone but over he's, 100 yards. But he's, he's a frustrating running back to own at times. Mm-hmm. Is he not? Is he not? Yes. I have in the in the first half of last year and the first couple of weeks of this year. Yes. First half of this year, pretty much. Like last week was a different. Like that was Jonathan Taylor because he had long runs. Let me ask you this thing. I'm sorry to cut you off. Who would you rather go out and pay for? Jonathan Taylor or Elijah Mitchell? I would rather go for the cheap price and get Elijah Mitchell. Exactly. You're gonna get probably almost the same production. If Elijah Mitchell winds up being the starter in San Francisco, the, the thing yeah, is, but people, Shanahan, people, that's not going to happen. People see Taylor as this long term, please do long, pro, long process thing, and I get that. Taylor could be a second contract type guy too. He could he could work his way to second contract. We all have seen that doesn't work for teams. So by then, that could change. All I'm saying is Taylor is a first round startup pick right now. If you can get first round startup value for him because of the name. I think I'm out with this cat and mouse game. I feel the Colts do with him. I don't think Naheem Hines is going away. They just paid him. That's the issue. So there is. Yeah, they paid him and they ain't using him. I mean, this game. Sure. N- next game could be different. That's the thing with Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan is Taylor it... just ripped one for 10 yards. Just saying. That's perfectly fine. No, he's he's got too many long weeks. runs. He's too good. I, I, I think the value. I think the value. <laughs> I mean, it's it's not. It, it's not reached its peak yet no uh, I, I think he has the capability he of, is of legit. being a, a, he's like 103 a, in non-super flex leagues yeah, in startups I, 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 <laughs> he's not gonna get too much higher then like that's the issue like as long as you get the moon i mean yeah i mean that's like selling mccaffrey and and saquon when they were at their peak like we know that they're both not at their peak anymore. You just don't. It's it's a running back thing, Tyler. I don't think it's I don't think it's about Jonathan Taylor. Per I would se. pay for I think Swift. It's because, That's the thing. I would. I pay think it's for because Swift. he's a running back. I would pay for Swift. But here's you the thing: you could trade. Swift is only doing it with receptions. Taylor, Jonathan That's Taylor what, is I'm doing it on the that. ground, and he's getting good. catches. I'm good with that. Give me Eckler plus for Jonathan Taylor. Right? Can you get, can you get Swift plus for Jonathan Taylor? I think you can. You can. I I agree with uh, that. Wasn't DeAndre Swift like the 102 in 102 October ADP? In DLF ADP, yes. So you but ain't gonna in, get Swift it, plus. But the, it, that's according to ADP. Two people, random people. Yes, I think <laughs> Taylor people. holds more names. Hey, I'm talking to Barbara related, on uh, St. Lawrence Street. Barbara, would you would you do this deal? Hey, hey, Doug. I'm only talking to 70 percent of our audience here because. <laughs> We're not focused on Twitter. We are focused on our listeners, I and our it. listeners are here for help. And hey, if if I can get those targets, which I think aren't going away for his career, I'm all for that. Targets are worth more than a rush to me, hundred percent. Well, I mean, that's uh, just that's statistical fact. They are they're yeah. worth twice as much. Yeah, and, and I'm not saying Taylor's bad. That's that's where I think this comes into play. Like people are going to be like, "Wow, Tyler, no." You I'm hate, saying why do you hate on, why do you hate Taylor? I'm saying based <laughs> off of value, I'm going back to Tim Clyde and Hilaire back in the day too. So I, I am I'm going back to Tim Keller, Tim Keller and I's process when McCaffrey is 101. Sell when they're at 101 price. If you can get out yeah, of a running back the when they're thing. at top value. That makes sense. Taylor is I think he's top value. I don't think he's gonna get any higher because of the influx of of talent that's coming McCaffrey's in. McCaffrey's in year th- five, though. 2003 is a huge year for running backs. Bijan Robinson. 2003? 
2020 years to that yeah god i'm old i'm saying it's going to be another huge rush of young running back talent 2003 okay but then can you hold on to i would hold on to jonathan taylor for at least one more year then and let make but sure that you can... risk injury you risk all this okay stuff. Like, right but it only that about it all depends if if you're in win now or rebuild mode like if if you're in rebuild mode you're not going to give away jonathan taylor you're going to want him for the future if i can sell for a swift plus if i could sell for like if you could get Ooh, 2003 a... was the larry johnson year wow if yeah. you can get larry johnson for jonathan taylor in 2003 yeah i'm all for that <laughs> No, I, I'm just saying, based off of where he's at in talent, like he's a sell in my eyes. Fair enough. And I know you guys are against that because everybody, this is my whole point. Everybody loves Jonathan Taylor, just like everybody loves Justin Fields. It's not everybody it's, loves Justin Fields, I, but okay. yes, Jonathan but like, Taylor was two years old in 2003. Everybody loves <laughs> Jonathan Taylor. Everybody in the world. I like him. He's a fun runner. I think he would blow up if he had 30 carries a game. I think he's in line with I think I think he's so close to Nick Chubb in running back. I mean, he's on pace for like 28 carries tonight. That that's perfectly fine. He's going to have these weeks. This is what I'm saying. But I'm I saying for the you price shit, you can get for him, it's worth checking around. If we can get Swift plus I'm all for that. If you could get somebody plus like up in the upper tier, go do that. Stay away from Barkley. Stay away from McCaffrey. Stay away from those. And and hey, if you can't get another younger running back plus for him, hold him. That's fine. Hold him. He's going do you to get think you points. You, could get, you can get Swift and throw in Cam Akers, injured Cam Akers. I, I don't think honestly, it would happen, but. No, there's I mean, a chance. I might there's, try. There's, there's, say, there's, actually, try. <laughs> there's a chance if you throw out Achilles injury and like the history of it, because that's all I got thrown at me for, I can't for wait everything. I for Cam to come back strong and look awesome again. I, I mean, we've seen Marlon Mack come back now and look and great. Uzoma. I mean, and Uzama. I, yeah. I, I, knew, I knew this take was going to get a little heat, but I'm fine no, with okay. it. That's okay. Are you going to write this one down, James? Write jot this one down. Uh, no, I don't want to remember this conversation about Jonathan yeah, that's Taylor. Fair. All right, let's go to let's let's do it real quick and then get the hell out of here. James, to you. Oh, Give me your last observation. My last observation. Oh man, I don't even know if I have another one to be quite frank. That's fine. I got one if you want me to go. Yeah, you go, and then I'll and I'll get my last one. I'll talk about the Patriots because uh, I'm a Patriots fan, and uh, yeah, Mac Jones. Over 300 yards today, a couple of touchdowns. I know it's the Jets, but he has definitely looked the most poised and the most NFL-ready. Trevor Lawrence is getting better, so I'm not saying he's better than Trevor Lawrence. We all know Trevor Lawrence is an amazing prospect, and he has improved over the weeks. But Mac Jones is by far the most ready guy to run an NFL offense. Now, I'm just waiting for them to take the chains off of Mac Jones a little bit because they're not. Um, he's not throwing downfield a ton. They are running a ton of trick plays, which is... Like every week they're doing one or two trick plays that sometimes involve Mac Jones and sometimes they don't. Kendrick Bourne had a passing touchdown. You know, last week it was Jacoby Myers that had one and they've had all these trick plays. Um, But I like Mac Jones a lot. If, you know, he's a guy that he may not be the flashiest, like top five QB, but he should be a QB one for his career. And, you know, New England, 
Obviously, with them spending in free agency, Hunter Henry has been really good. He's scored in four straight games now, and that's all you need out of a tight end to be a tight end one. Jonu Smith has had some really a really bad game a few weeks ago, but we all know he's talented. I just wish that they would have surrounded him with other wide receivers not named Nelson Aguilar and Kendrick Bourne. I think Jacoby Myers is fine. And I think this running back room, you know, Ramondre Stevenson was a surprise healthy scratch. And yeah, I was why did pretty, that happen, Doug? I, I was pretty about that. pissed off about that, to be completely honest. Brandon Bolden has a great game. He yeah. came back as their pass catcher when all the data was telling us that Stevenson was taking over that role. And then all of a sudden, Stevenson gets scratched. Bolden catches six yards and a touchdown. J.J. Jamie, Taylor had touchdowns today, too. J.J. Taylor had two short touchdowns. The, that could have been – Ramondre Stevenson could have had a big game this week. So I was bummed. Um, I wanted to use him in a league, but obviously that didn't pan out. So I, I was think going to use him a, in Scott Fishbowl. Yeah. I so I think up. Ramondre, if you can go out and get him on uh, the cheaper side of price, I, I would do that. I like Ramondre Stevenson a lot. I think that he will be involved in this offense. I just don't know why he was scratched today. But Damian Harris continues to look good. He looked great against the Cowboys. He had a great game against the Jets. He looks like he is the clear cut number one guy. The only thing you got to worry about with Harris is if the Patriots are getting blown out, he's going to get game scripted out. Um, he's not going to be super involved in the passing game. So that's something to look at there. But my biggest takeaway was Mac Jones. He's looked really, really good. You know, I know he's had some interceptions. Some of those aren't all his fault, but I think he's only going to get better going forward. So I like Mac Jones as a future QB one um, in your super flex leagues for sure. Mac Jones is going to be good. Right on. And then, um, I guess I'll close it out with mine. I'll finish with my team, uh, the New York Giants. Uh, oh, wait, we won today. Maybe it's because I every time I bet on the opposite team, they win. I'm just going to keep betting on the opposite team facing the Giants, and maybe we'll actually we're make gonna the need, We're going to need more sponsors to help James get out of the red <laughs> in his bank account after this. <laughs> uh, but let me give a, a, a little piece, a little snippet of this game. It was an ugly game. Uh, I wasn't too impressed with it. A lot of injuries. It was like the talk of the town this morning. If you if you had any channel on, they talked about the Giants game with multiple injuries. Kenny Galladay, Shepard, um, Saquon Barkley, obviously. But in all of that... We saw Dante Pettis start to get targets last week. He had 11 targets last week. All right. And I I've fallen for this hype and dream. But wait, I, I love Dante Pettis. He was now come on. It's two weeks in a row, guys. He caught all five of his targets this week for wait, 39 yards and a he touchdown. Caught, he caught passes. He caught, he caught them. He caught them. I, I mean, <laughs> he, he never had problems. Drops. He never had problems Shanahan catching problems. the balls. He had I, Shanahan, he had Shanahan problems. problems. And due to the depth chart situation, he has come up through the ranks. Uh, he's more of a he's a veteran presence presence in that offense. And you know what? If we see, don't see Kenny Galladay working out, and we don't see Slayton get re-signed after his contract's up, I believe this year. Um, why not Dante Pettis in this offense? Shepard's on his last year deal. They have Kadarius Tony. I, I think Dante Pettis fits into this offense as a as a piece. Going forward, he's only 26. Uh, I think he shows up. We'll see next week. I, I mean, I have him in all my leagues. I picked him up dirt cheap off the waiver wire for a buck. Yeah. Um, and he's he's got Kansas City this week. And then they're going to have to throw against Las Vegas, which I don't think they can do. But they can throw against Tampa, Philly, Miami, Dallas, and then Philly again in week 16. Like, they, Dante Pettis might be a piece that you can go out and get. If you're in a win-now mode, you need an extra flex player here or there. 
to cover some of your uh, wounds. So I, I think Daniel Jones might be an okay quarterback too. That's on a per week basis. I, per week. I I've got to say the toughness he has. He has is, great. Oh my God. After He's that, catch, he, got, now, you know? he got smoked after that catch and just got up. I'm like, Oh God, like Kyler and Mahomes would lay there for a long time. Wait for Kyler, the Kyler, to yeah. pick. Yeah. Kyler would just be, <laughs> he'd be on his big, ass, his big ass head <laughs> <laughs> looking like kazoo. <laughs> But oh, I, I mean, it's just I, I find myself trying to purchase a lot of Kadarius Tony before he comes back, and I never thought I would say those words at the beginning of the year. I was told completely you. off of him. I told you. And from what I've seen, it's I mean, if he could stay healthy, this whole breakout age and all that stuff, the analytics has to be thrown out because that was the issue with him. Like, oh, the breakout age wasn't there. Uh, it's just, I mean, it, it's there. Like Tony is the one he is a, like, uh, you hear a lot of big time analysts say like field Yates, he's a star in the making. Yep. He is, he, so, he's it. I'm going to give a shout out to friend of the show. He's been on here before. Christopher Harris did a, did a video breakdown of Kadarius Tony and Khalil Herbert this week. And um, so he broke down like a lot of Kadarius Tony catches dudes. Good. Like, yeah, he can move in a phone booth like he what showed up on his college tape at Florida. He was that human joystick Dante Hall type S movement. And it's showing in the NFL and he's creating separation uh, very, very nicely. So, yeah, I agree with that. Go get Kadarius Tony uh, if you can. If you already owned him and you use a second round pick on him, like I think that's definitely going to pay off because he he's shown that he can do it. And, you know, it's just a matter of like, yeah, he's got to he's got to get healthy. I've got him in a couple of redraft leagues. I blew a little bit of fab on him and I'm happy because I think Kadarius Tony could be like a possible wide receiver two down the stretch. I got Read him at that. the two ten in a league. You got I got him late, late. in the league and I traded him this week. You got him late. I got him. I got him at two ten in UDPL. UDPL, excuse me. And uh I I panicked. Like I was like, okay, he's a first round receiver. And I panicked. And there's another guy that Doug and I like a lot, Josh Palmer. And I'm like, okay, I could trade oh. back. I I could get I could get two thirds for him, and I got Gainwell and Palmer, and I'm sitting here like I, I still don't feel gross, gross, but it's definitely sitting in the back of my head that I had Tony in my hands, and uh, traded him away, or did you? Go I traded him for Palmer and Gainwell in in the rookie draft. I mean, I still, I've still got faith in Palmer. I, I still think he's going to be a good, good pro. But is he going to yeah, be Tony good? Mike Williams moves on for sure. No, it's yeah, not going to be, be Tony good. No, he's not. He's not he's, he won't be Tony good. There are very few guys that have sub four three speed that can create separation and be that elusive and out like and, that. and run yeah. routes precisely. And that's what he did in college. He made Kyle Trask look great. Okay, I, actually, I think, Kyle Pitts made Trask well, look Kyle really Pitts, good. Yeah, but. On the other side, I mean, yes, but I think that's why Tony was discounted so much because he had so many, there were so many excuses. Oh, the off the field issues, the Kyle Pitts takeover. And everybody realized like, wait, if you actually stop and go back and look at his Florida tape, like he was good. Mm -hmm. He broke routes wide open against defenses and he's doing like doug said he's doing it in the nfl on a on a obviously a small little sample size that we've seen i just like you said i hope he doesn't continue to get injured because he is a smaller receiver 
Yep. And he's had injuries in his college career as well. So yep. that's the main injury. He could he could Debo Samuel his career out, or he could go a level higher and be he, the person. If he finishes at Debo, I'm okay with that. Yeah, that's, that's fair. At the, at the late second at the round price, price that we got. got for, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. And if you want to check out that video, you can go on YouTube and then just search Harris football. It's right on there. It was really, really in, in uh, the way you broke down the game tape and what you see is really, really good. So shout out to Christopher Harris. Um, yeah. So that is going to wrap us up this week. I do want to thank our sponsor fantasy points. You can go on to fantasypoints.com. all sorts of awesome resources. I know we're middle of the way through the season, but if you need, you know, you need your weekly articles, you're looking for advice, you're looking for stats, you're looking for anything. You can go on fantasy points. We are part of their media network. So you can also go on there if you want to listen to some other great podcasts as well, whether it's Dynasty or Redraft, DFS. They've got a little bit of everything for you. So if you just love fantasy football in general, check out fantasypoints.com and all the awesome offerings they have there. We're going to be back in two weeks with the squad. Next week, you get to hear the B team. Sorry, Chase. I love you. Um, but for, for your host, Doug Eddy, I got to throw some shade just to be a dink. You know, it, it is what it is. Right. On. I appreciate what Jonathan they, Taylor, by the way. I appreciate what they do because it gives us a week off, which during the long season is definitely needed. I like yes. to come back with this energy and excitement versus me being like, Jesus, I got to do this again. Um, because yes. the off season on this podcast is where I get mega hyped. Right. Yes. And, so, and, and also this is the time of year and the time, like the week where people start getting down, like your, your fantasy team could be losing. You, you could just be exhausted from all the intake of all that stuff. Take a break, become a fan. Just watch your team. Don't watch red zone. Don't watch anything else. Just watch your specific team. That's the best I could get advice. I could give her on this time of year, because you know what? Change of seasons. People kind of get in change of mood. I mean, there's no, this not is, much. This sun. is also the time of year where if a guy's like two and four or one and six or whatever, like go sniffing around and see if you can acquire some pieces because they could be the championship moves that you need to get Jerry to go on trophysmack.com and use code DHH ring to get that free ring. So that's get those all rings. Get those so, rings. Yes. I have two. Get that Jerry Judy. All right, boys. I've been your host, Doug Eddie, for James and Tyler. This has been the Dynasty Happy Hour. We'll see you soon.